Hello, this is international football commentator Derek Ray. And make no mistake, this is your source for all things black and gold. Football just wouldn't be football without Berwick Rangers. Stand by for this edition of the Let It BRFC podcast. Welcome to the BRC podcast. I'm Adam Hunter and I'm joined on calls and duties by Kevin Hines. Hi Kev, how are you? Very good, hi, very good. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm well, thank you very much. Um, currently in lockdown. I know, I'm on my 30th birthday in lockdown. I'm, no, I'm still not believing you're only 30. Gaffer looks younger than you. <laughs> but he looks well, doesn't he? Uh, Gaffer's looking alright. Apart from that, <laughs> That should see him at training Adam with a with a capa gear on. He looks like he'll be Italian with the long hair and <laughs> getting the tight capa stuff. He's, he's looking very continental at training. I, I agree, Kevin. I should have ever played abroad to do this cold weather stuff. It's not for me. You put the all of skin and all that. You would have fit it in. Aye. Thanks, pal. I, I, I know, I'm glad you noticed all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and as our guest this week, uh, we have Barry Rangers manager Ian Little. Hello, Yano, how are you? I'm great, pal. Great. I had a week, good weekend away there, so uh, refreshed and, and back again, so ready to go. Great. Where were you, St Andrews? Yeah, just went up to St Andrews, taking the, the kids and that away, uh, the whole family, so uh, just need a wee bit of time away there, especially with the kids. So, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Where it was good. And... Uh, my cousin Kevin Gordon is up there as well, uh, so I bumped into him and had a wee night with him as well, so I enjoyed it, mate. Kevin Gordon, the ex-footballer? Yes, he used to be at Berwick. Uh, oh. uh, rat. I always, uh, he, he also works with me now, eh? Uh, we had a wee, we always have a wee ding-dong with each other, you know, I, I signed him and gave him the highest wages ever made, and he says, aye, you're the only uncle that's ever released me. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's sort of worse so. so it's been a couple of months since we last caught up. Um, what are you feeling about the squad now? Uh, well, the, the most important bit was right at the start that we, we could get the boys to uh, commit and stay. Uh, so the boys we did get kept home from last year, uh, they were quite excited to stay on. So uh, that was the biggest, that was the hardest part. But uh, I think we knew we could be a wee bit more patient and try and bring the correct calibre of player in. And, uh, I think we've done that, eh? We've done that. So, a bit of youth involved in that as well. And uh, a good bit of experience. So, there is a nice blend there, eh? Yeah, it seems like a good balance uh, between the two. It has been a, a busy summer in terms of a recruitment with, with nine new faces um, in the club. Are there any players in particular that you feel like the fans should be keeping an eye on? Oh, I'll keep an eye out for. Uh, that's a difficult one to say because we've we've brought in a, we have brought in uh, at least three or four young younger guys in there. So you know it's you know I'm excited to watch them play as well. Uh, it's all how quick they can pick up the pace and and stuff like that. So that that's exciting stuff for me for fans. I think you know, we just got to be patient eh, and see what what, what comes uh, inspires from. So I, I like. I like the young ones. Lyle Smith gives us a bit of drive going forward. 
uh, young Joe Purvis, you know, super fit, uh, great recovery and everything. So he's going to be really exciting as well, especially defensive side of things. So all that said, the goalkeeper, we're two goalies in now. Uh, Big Doogie's gave us a bit of experience, but an older head and you know, you've got the young kid, uh, Andy McNeil, who's the two of them, it's going to be a cracking, it's going to be cracking to watch the two of them fight for that number one, it'd be fair to you. <laughs> each player that we've, that we've got in, Adam, each has got attributes, you know what I mean? So, pinpointing, um, you know, one that's that's going to excite somebody, it's, it's difficult, because they all do different things, and they do different things well. Um, you know, you get people who, who are excited by Fullbacks going up and down the park all day, or you get excited by centre forwards who score goals. It's every single one of them's at the club because they're they've got something. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you've worked with most of the the new signings yourself in the past, haven't you? Yes, but that's that's what you tend to tend to happen, eh? Especially the the, the, the situation probably Berwick are still in. We're still what do you mean? We're still we're still trying. Chase for players. It's no job. We can go and pinpoint a player and say, "Oh, let's go for him. Let's let's try and buy him for X amount of pounds or whatever." No sort of, we're not sort of at that area yet. But I think what we've done is, you know, it's boys. That, it's, it's not just myself. It's really Kevin and, and uh, Darren as well. We all know these players and they uh, have experienced uh, a good period of time with them. So the three of us have really sat doing worked hard to make sure that. Uh, the players have, have came in are right and they're good. So, but listen, it's, it's all about blending them together, you know. Uh, I've worked with Kieran Summerall three times now. He's going to be, well, you know, he can be a good right back, he can be right wing, he can be a centre forward, to be fair to you. So, I know all these attributes, he'll get us up the park. Craig Reid is, uh, you know, Kevin's worked with him, Darren's worked with him, and actually had him at Livingston as well. So, so you know them all, eh? Uh, but yeah, it's it's looking promising, but it, it looks good in paper. But we've got to make sure that we can uh, dig out the results. Eh? Yeah, and Kev, how does it work? So the, the three you sort of sit down, um, have a sort of conversation about an area or a player that might be available, and then is it if you've already got contact with that player, you go and speak to them, or how does it work in that sense? I would. Uh, we sat, we sat down pretty, obviously we had more time this year because of the, the COVID stuff. Um, so we managed to pinpoint what positions we wanted to strengthen in. Um, we managed to, you know, it takes weeks and weeks to, to compile in a list of, of players for these positions and then you start narrowing it down, you know, you know who, who's best. And what we've managed to do this year is we've managed to get a group of boys who not just good players, but I think are going to gel together. Um, you know, I've said it before. We've got a we've got a wee band of spice boys, um, the the Mayfield boys or whatever they want to call themselves. Other ones that went to school together at New Battle. So there's five of them now. Um, there's there's Ewan Smith, there's Sinky, there's Fozzie, there's another social group if you call it. So without it getting cliquey, you know, we've created a you know a good a good squad that that know each other um, outside of football as well. Yeah. There's a big there's a big ex ex element as well now. You know what I mean you've you've got big Dugay and um, 
you know, Kev and Sinky and Ewan and um, Lewis Allen, all these guys of they've all been at Hibs, um, you know, within a year or two of each other and they all know each other through that circle. So, you know, in my opinion, it's a it's been a long process, but it's been a good process. I think it's kind of it looks like it's it's coming through for us. So three games into pre-season, how have you found them so far, Yano? Well, I can't speak for Saturday's game there, but uh, the report I got for Kevin, I think we've done the basics really well. Uh, you know, I, I, I try and look for certain things in the games. I wasn't that, I wasn't too impressed against Herrick Wall. I felt they moved the ball quicker than us. They had better phases in the game. Uh, you know, these are the things I look for. So the Tuesday night game was, was a lot better against Whitehall. We did do a lot of things better. We did do things quicker. Uh, but it's early doors here. We sat down and discussed it. That we hadn't really played much football in that what, four or five months or what it is, but near had heard it what, eh? So, <laughs> but again, we can also go back to, you know, we're playing at home, at home and I think a lot of teams like coming down here and they really treat it like a, it is like a cup final. And we even felt like that against Heri at Watt, Kev, eh? We need to stand up to this and make sure that we, when people do come down to us, we move the ball quickly and do the good phases and get overloads and create chances. So i never seen that in the first game. I've seen that a little bit in the second game. Still picking up in fitness, some boys, I think. And uh, as I said, I, didn't see much, I don't know much about Saturday's game there, but it's, it's coming together. And we've still got a few more games left, Adam. So if, I can, if we can keep uh, delivering what we want in the training and the boys... Uh, switch on to that. I think we've got good enough players that we could maybe go and create the overloads and, and, and create a lot of chances and hopefully win the games. Eh? Yeah. I'm happy with the squad. I'm happy that you know the shape of the team, the experience that we're beginning to get the shape of the team and what we want to play to suit the players. And but we're just not getting enough. The ball's not being quick enough for me. We're not understanding certain areas of the park that we could get overloads and stuff like that. Uh, we're, we're looking good going forward. You know what I mean? We're strong. Uh, you know, we're going to create half chance and make them goals. Sometimes you maybe don't need to uh, play too much to get that. That's just natural instinct for good strikers and, and good forward thinking. Eh? So, the more games we'll get, the more we'll, we'll uh, learn off the players. And uh, as I said, just, we just keep working hard at training, mate, and trying to implement. As I said, it's just getting in the right area and making the right decisions, I think. Uh, to feed two strikers and, and everybody else. How have you found it without having fans in the ground so far for pre-season games? I know there's only been three and we tend to play pre-season friendlies behind closed doors at times. Uh, I know we did last year, but has it been any different? I I've, not... Had so, I've not had so much pelters from behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand on the other side, you know. So I do, yeah, all right. In front of me then. <laughs> uh, it is different, eh? It is different, eh? I always find the fans can also put a wee bit more pressure on you. I think they're not going great. And even if it's only 50, 100, whatever there, it's, you know, the fans can, you can always hear the shouts and that, eh? Which normally question yourself, oh, am, I, am I doing the right thing here? But, uh, aye, that side, uh, you always want the fans in, eh? Uh, I certainly am enjoying what we're doing. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm not enjoying having to go and sit in a stand and in a red zone and whatever, but... Yeah, that's what it's odd, the odd in the it's odd in the team talks and organisation for the stand there. Eh? I, you know, I, 
I'm, I'm not a big lover of a long team talk, but you know, sitting in a stand and trying to do a five minute team talk and try to keep the players' concentration. It's hard enough keeping them when they're on nice and tight in the changing room, but when they're all spread out and you try to have a look at a road and some are picking their nose and other ones are looking the <laughs> way. At least you can contain that in the dressing room, eh? But, uh, Folk watching the seagulls flying by. Aye, exactly. Aye. <laughs> well, there's a couple of seagulls, eh? <laughs> That's the mentality of football players, though. How have you found using the player data so far? Eh, eh. <laughs> I could do well with information, to be fair to you, Adam. <laughs> but, eh... I haven't. I enjoy it. I I I like all that that kind of stuff. And uh, as I said, I'm been uh, desperate to meet. It's Dan, ain't it? Dan does it. Yeah, yeah, stuff. Dan. Yeah. And, uh, just to go a few more, maybe the technical stuff, and keep me on top of it. But uh, it's always good to see. Uh, your eyes always tell you what what the players are doing. But it's also good to see if uh, you know uh, your mind that you were right. Uh, sometimes we're debating it, Kevin, aren't we? Aye, there's been a few instances where we're, you know, you, like Yano says there, you know what you're seeing, and then when you, when someone's put down in front of you in black and white, and it, it doesn't marry up with, with what you thought you saw, you're questioning yourself. But, you know, Yano's used it already. We were second game in, and, and Yano used information that he, that he got given to him for the first game, so, there's benefits, um, yeah. you know, benefits. Whether he was, whether he used it in the right way or no, I don't know. He was digging at the players for no passing the ball enough, but <laughs> you know, it's, but it's 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 a tool to be used and and uh, and it's good and you know we're, we're looking at it and assessing it. What are you hoping to get out of it? If it can help me for more one to one with the player, <laughs> uh, that 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 will help. Definitely, I think uh, you know. Sometimes you get in the heat map bit on the where the park is now, and I'm always trying to make the players play and be in the right position or position yourself correctly in the park. And I'm still trying to work out the intensity runs or whatever that is. But you know, it's uh, I think it will. I think if I can get bits and bobs with it, just to go one on one with the players, it'll it'll definitely help. But overall, as I say. <coughs> The Herrick Watt game, you know, so there were 450 passes to your 320. Straight away you're sitting going, that's not good enough, eh? So that part helped. So I think it I think, what was, I think what's good about it is it, it, it gives you an average. Um, so it averages the, you know, the distance that the team's covered um, in a game, for example. So we can compare Saturday's game to Tuesday's game. So we know if we're getting fitter. You know, if our, if our average is going up for um, 8k to 9k, you know, boys are boys are running a bit more. That the average is lifting. Um, and like Yano says, the, the other the other side of it is the the passes and the shots and the um, possession and whatever. Can Dan can work all that out for us. So, um, you know, it's good. It's a good tool. How would you like to be in with a chance of winning £1,000 every month? If that sounds appealing to you, because it sure does to me, you need to join Berwick Rangers Supporters Club's monthly draw. For just £5 per month, you'll go into a draw with hundreds of other Dream Team supporters to win the monthly jackpot. 
In addition to the £1,000 prize, the Supporters Club will be donating £250 each month to a chosen local charity, with the rest of the profits from the draw going to the football club. For details on how to sign up, visit berwickrangers.com or message the supporters organisation on Facebook, Berwick Rangers Supporters Club, or on Twitter at BRFC Sup Club. Berwick Rangers Supporters Club, supporting your club and your community. Luce Allen has scored four goals in two games. Come Smith scored three and two. Do you feel that was an area that we were lacking in last year in terms of goals? Every year's the same here. It's always hard to try and get a striker in. Strikers that are going to score goals for you. Mm -hmm. uh, you always want to strengthen that department, mate. I thought young Daniel did really well for for uh, for us last year, uh, for being probably his first real season. Uh, probably could have scored more goals as well. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think we were needing a bit more strength in that area. Uh, aye. So, listen... We've always been, we're always, every club's the same. We're always looking for strikers, eh? We're always looking for strikers. We've had a few on our list this year. Uh, we spoke to a few. We're still wanting to try and get a couple in, but uh, we just came up there and we had an opportunity. And I, I actually spoke to him last year at, at the summertime as well, eh? Yeah, uh, I spoke with him on Saturday. Um, I interviewed him on Saturday and he said the same thing. He said that he spoke with him at the same point last year. It was a long shot last year, eh? Uh, so, let's not kid about again. It was a long shot again this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah, he's got a conversation with you regarding football. Um, the club's helped massively in getting the deal done. And, you know, it was a long shot, but between you all, you've got it over the line. So, it's it's credit yeah. to everybody involved. Eh? Aye. Like, normally, it's, it's us that sits doing, and even Bev and Michael. Uh, but we all spoke to Lewis and, and and then the board got involved a wee bit as well and helped us and so it's great that side, you know, we're all we're all working hard. Uh you get a wee insight of how hard it is to try to sign a player, you know, it just it just doesn't happen like that just because you promise on the earth. But uh I Lewis has been a he's he's a good lad and I've known him for a while now and uh since what he enjoys football so I've got a job in my hand to make sure he enjoys it, eh? or we've got a job in our hand to make sure he enjoys it. So that's that's what we're aiming to try and do, and uh, keep him fit, and uh, hopefully, you know, good. To, he'll learn quite a lot for Callum. He's, he's still a young lad, but I think he's got good experience. But I think he'll learn playing off for Callum, and we've got a bit of youth round about these two as well. Uh, you still got Lewis back to come back. He's got a wee bit of an injury at the moment, so. Look promising that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the two of them are going to be an absolute nightmare for centre halves, aren't they? Both big yeah. lads. Just talking in their ears. Callum's a nightmare for anybody as soon as he lets his mouth go. He was actually <laughs> telling. He was actually telling a tweed mouth play to Google him on Saturday. Ah, dearie. he's like Marmite. Eh? Oh, yeah, I love him. I hate him. I just like him because he's a great, he's a good player. Simple yeah. as that. He's, he's always been a good player. So I, I'm hoping they two uh, do well for us. But as I say, we've still got Lewis Barr there. Uh, Daniel, plenty, plenty of energy. Uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to them. Ian Higgins, well, I've got a small squad at the moment. 
and uh, it's keeping the injuries. We've got we've got four injuries. That's including Grant Rose at the moment. Uh, Kev Walks played, but still a wee bit injured. But you know Lewis and Lyle are a good couple of weeks, if no more. So if you can keep injury three, but a wee bit smaller squad, then it certainly would help us. Eh? Yeah. Uh, What's Lewis spot? It's his ankle, isn't it? He got his foot stuck underneath his body and all his weight pushed on top, so he's uh, done a wee bit of damage to his tendon and ligaments. So, uh, he said he be back after an hour after he'd done it, eh? That's Lewis for you, eh? <laughs> He's realistic, you're out for six weeks, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a Test guy. The hospital will see if you train on Tuesday. <laughs> We've talked a lot about the budgets being reduced uh, this year. However, seemingly we're still attracting players of, of a high quality. Berwick, we've got a historic issue about player recruitment and, and attracting players. Have you seen a shift in that mentality? I know you touched on it earlier. I, I, I think we're still, uh, we're still trying to do a, a wee bit more... Uh, what's the word? A wee bit more popularity back about us. Uh, it's been hard, mate. Trust me, it's been really hard to try and get the other players back in. Uh, I certainly couldn't have done it myself. So Kevin and that and me, Darren, and all the coaching staff, we worked hard to do it, mate. But uh, it's funny, I was playing golf on, on Friday there, just before I left with the old Meadow Bank boys. Uh, so all the boys that I played with Meadow Bank, which was, what, 30 years ago. Uh, so there's about 20 of us, and, you know, they always talk about just all at Berwick and whatnot, and they always say that I bet it was always a good club, it was always a good club to go to get I hope this doesn't sound wrong but you know a good finance you've got a good yeah. you always got a good deal doing here so it was always a club you could go doing so uh, I think we've lost that a wee bit now mm-hmm. uh, I still don't think we've lost the you know the, the good history the big name of the club because we are still a big club but uh, it's something we've got to deal with I think it's something we've just got to keep working on and I think maybe with some of the calibre of players we have actually got in this year we Obviously, the budget being a wee bit less. It's up to us to try and get, and I'm saying us, it's not just the coaches, it's everybody, even yourself, you know, there's, there's podcasts to just get everybody back up and uh, try and get us back to a level that I think we all know where we're meant to be. Eh? But yeah, it's going to be hard work, mate. Eh? Finance yeah. everywhere is difficult, and there's teams in this league that, you know, are blown, blown away with their budgets. It's uh, Unreal. There's a, there's a massive factor though uh, with the financial gain to attracting somebody, and that's one in football games, eh? You know what I mean? If you're winning football games, and it's easier to attract somebody. <clears throat> so you know that that's that's where we have to you know kind of start. Uh, our job will become easier if we start winning football games, and it's easier to attract a player, and you you gradually make your squad better. Um, you know, just by winning football games, you know, that's, that's where you need to start. I think I think it all it does. Everybody just realizes it just comes to winning games and getting yourself a league, and it does, it does. But at the same time, you have to start somewhere. Eh? You know, you've got to, you've got, you've got to get a, a profile for the club again. You've got to get a base. You've got to get everything. You've got to ever make sure everything's uh, organized and the players come in and they like it and. You know, it just starts to generate and understand that, and then the quality comes in. But it's hard to try and do all that in one game at the same time. Yeah. So 
you know, I think, honestly, just it's team effort to realise or not, it just doesn't happen in six months or whatnot. It does take a bit of time, so we need to make sure that, yes, let's say we've got to win more games than we do lose this year. That makes sense. Yep. And then I think then we're there again. And then after that, hopefully, or in and after that, I think it's a bonus. So, uh, but I just think it's a, it's a progression. It's a, People are seeing the progression and then you attract better players. It's having people talking good about the club and about the team and, you know, they all want to play for the gaffer because the gaffer's good and his coaching's good and um, and that's how you get better. Yep, and that's why hopefully, you know, Lewis Allen's came in and he's going to enjoy his football and that's what you've got to do, eh? That's what you've got to do with all the players and make sure they enjoy it and then, you know, if they, if they take that step uh, and, and, and end up stepping forward again, well, we've done a job as coaches and then we've really done a, a job as clubs and then a club and they Everybody sees that, and then that's where everything just starts to spiral forward again. So, uh, but as I, as I said before, all the boys were saying it, it was it used to be a club. It used to you could financially get a a, a good uh, a good deal there. So, I think they maybe days. Well, I'm not saying they're away, but you know, I think it's going to take a bit of time there to get us back up to that level again. Um, are you expecting any more business before the start of the season? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Got to keep trying, mate. Uh, you know, it's with whatever's out there. You know, I think our budget and I, I think we're at our maximum, but uh, we can always work things out. We've still, we still got the option. We've still got the option. You know, we've not really explored it yet because we were looking to get our own squad into place. But you know, we've still got the option of loans. Yes, you, know, you can potentially get a couple of loans in that that doesn't break the bank. Um, what's more important for a a loan club or a, or a loan player is game time. And if we have a have a player that we feel can get game time and gain experience and it doesn't cost us anything, then it's a win-win. Loans are hard, Adam. Yeah, you've got to be fair with the, the, the clubs and the player that when you bring them in, they've, they've got to get game time. Eh? <laughs> uh, it's not really benefiting anybody. Eh? So, But listen, I, that, that's an option there. We've still got to go. But I think we've got to sell to a nice... A, a good place to now, so listen, we're always going to look, never, never going to say no way. Eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the fixtures came out last week, uh, with the 10th of October currently the target date for game one. Are there any fixtures you look out for first when they're released? Who got the first game? <laughs> there you go, that's how bad I am. Oh, uh, right. I, I didn't look too far ahead. Uh, to be fair, I had a few texts regarding to. Uh, uh, Christmas time and New Year, eh? So, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I think we've got Gala the double header, is it? Yeah. And then, uh, it's so funny because I look at the fixtures and I've got us taking about 30 points every month. So, I think, I think we've won the league already, according to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do, I look at it and I go, all right, we'll win that one. Oh, we'll win that one. Oh, we might, might only draw there. Oh, we'll win that one. I, I think I've had a beat. <laughs> To be fair, Adam, I've actually looked at it three times. I still only came in the first game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I think my knowledge of keeping stuff in my brain's poor. So it's, I can't surveil at home and then the rest are just... But that, listen, I think, I think we've no got a too hard a start, to be fair. To be fair, all the games are going to be hard. It doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, you could have been away to Kelty or East Colbride, big games like in the first five or six games and then... You know, 
not that it really matters because you still got to play them anyway. But sometimes maybe, uh, you know, the games. I'm not saying no is hard, but you know, Kelvin out of big budgets, and as you can see the players are signing. Uh, you could maybe get a few points on the board, and it just generates confidence, probably, and a bit of momentum. But uh, so it's not been such a difficult start. I don't think it, it, what I've seen so far, eh? But uh, there will be periods where, yeah. It could be five or six weeks, and it's like, wow. We've always, yeah. we've always said that, eh? We've always said that like, the target is winning three points on Saturday. It doesn't matter what's what's after Saturday. It's, it's this Saturday that counts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that, in my opinion, that's what stands you in good stead. You know what I mean? It's, it's no thinking about anything beyond the next game. Adam, sometimes I phone Kevin on Wednesday and say, where we go Saturday? <laughs> Just so I could organise training for the Thursday. <laughs> How are you feeling about the games returning for Boxing Day and New Year's Day? Yeah, I would rather have a break, to be fair, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with the family and whatnot, and it's a busy period for us uh, when it comes to the family. So, but ah, listen, I like my football and whatnot. Uh, though she's sharing my wife and that, I'll enjoy it, Boxing Day and New Year's Eve. <laughs> so that that's that's the reason I'm saying I'd rather have a maybe a couple of, couple of weeks off at that time of year mm-hmm. just for the fact that I'm gonna have my wife moan at me on my way. Club 1881 is your opportunity to be part of a community of dream team supporters helping to transform the club's financial fortunes. For just eighteen pounds and eighty-one pence per month, you can help your club become a more sustainable one, safeguarding the future of Berwick Rangers Football Club and building a solid foundation for the club to target future success from. Club eighteen eighty-one members receive access to exclusive Jers content, ranging from podcasts to videos, player interviews to meet the management team sessions, newsletters to club shop sales, and more. And if that wasn't enough, all Club 1881 members will gain free admission to all home Lowland League fixtures, where they might even scoop a £200 jackpot through the bond scheme number, also included in their membership fee. To become a Club 1881 member today, simply head to berwickrangers.com slash shop slash club1881. One team, your team, dream team. So we're talking about signings in the league uh, and there's been some surprise sounds across um, the Lowland League this, this year. Um, what are your thoughts on the league overall? I'm not going to say it's unfair but it's just you know such a such a gap between you know teams now maybe just regarding with the signings and the budget wise I think there's such a big gap in such a in the league that oh, if it was me if it was me I would like to see them in the league that, that they can compete with. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean to say, you know, the budgets are high. I'm, I'm, talk, I'm, I'm only guessing the budgets are high just for the signings. Of, well, I don't know what it is, but, yeah. you know, it doesn't always make you win leagues. Yeah. But I think, you know, Cove's, Cove showed that, you know, the signings they had and the progression they made. Just try to get out of this one league, you know, it's difficult. When you've got such, I think big big clubs in here, uh, I, I'm, I I just want something to happen, something to change, somebody to revamp it. If it means maybe saying, like, prove 
prove you've got a budget of 200 grand for the next three years, put them in the league. Put them <laughs> in the league they belong in. You know what I mean? See to this. That, that's my thinking. Yeah, I just think the golf's too big in your league for summit. And maybe some teams are... Just some that, happens, teams. that happens in every walk of life, though, you know. There's... I, I, I get that, Kev. I get that, but... <clears throat> I just feel like we're so far behind now. But there's folks. There's Gosh, folks we're, so far, we're so far behind, mate. We're now taking boys for the Premier League coming down to our league because our finances up in the top league are no, are no great. And yeah. they're coming down to your level, which surely that I, it helps maybe players that are at that club that you're getting all these experienced players. But at the same time, I dig it. I'd rather more stay up there and work, you know, get paid the right finance, they should be doing up there, and then, you know, at the level they, they should be. Uh, you know, for example, the boy Nicky Law, uh, John Brownlee now, he's been helping a wee bit, he's, he's uh, Sterling, and he's watched him at training, and he just says, wow, what a fantastic player, and you're just saying, well, you know, why is he in the league? Yeah, it, he's and, brilliant against us know, last year as well, like. We need to keep. We need to sort the the top level for finance. I don't know. Stick all the money back up there. I, I don't know, mate. I just. It's great for uh, the league. It's great for the league. It's exciting and that, uh, you know. But you know, you go and get, for example, last year against Estelle, and we go and get beat five one. It looks like a humping, and I, you're like, well, Nicky Law was good that day. We made too many mistakes, but I never think we were ever. I competed. I thought we competed in the game well, but at the end of the day, everybody see five one, eh? And, and that's what can happen, eh? And uh, I, I just, I scratch my head with Adam. I'm just, I dig in the answer. I just need, I, I, me personally, want something to change quickly. It's like a restructure. Right, well, aye, but keep the money up the top. Keep the money away up the top. Mm-hmm. The top clubs, you know, because if you're losing players for Hamilton's and that. Because of the finance coming to your league, there's something wrong there, eh? Yeah, definitely something wrong. That's when that's when okay, we're kind of going off track here, but that's probably when the Scottish football should be franchised and no businesses. If if, if you get what I mean, you know, if they're on a on a franchise and like Yano said before, you've got to have X amount here to to be deemed as a, a top team. Um. Have a have certain criteria, not just what you can generate as a as a business, how many strips you sell, or how many how many times you can let your park out for one hundred and fifty quid a night. Do you know what I mean? Just just to get just to get things moving a bit quicker. You know what I mean? I just I didn't get just get teams if they've got if they've got a plan and they've got the money there and they've got a structure of budgets for three years and you're just saying well I they still got to try and get your league. I get that, but pff, let them compete here. Where they should really be competing, and then you you know you've not got such a golf golf in the that whole league. Yeah. But I'm rambling on because I could talk with you about it. But I've not <laughs> got the answer for it. I've not got the answer for it, mate. Yeah, well, do money, eh? I think what's interesting this year though is is big spenders are going to lose out this year. You know what I mean? There's people that are that are investing serious money, and they all kind of get out of the league. Uh, just to close out then, uh, what are your hopes for this season? At the start of the season, even when the, the new board and that came in, it was just a case of you know, get us back moving and get 
keep us safe, but things are sort of changing. It looks like top six and everything, isn't there? Maybe, <laughs> I'm not going to go out to the club and say, right, let's try and win this league. <laughs> uh, well, I will actually, but I'll be laughing when I'm saying it. I think we've got to be realistic. And, and, and we give them, we'll give them uh, targets, eh? We'll have to give them a target. Uh, <laughs> but overall, as a club, I think we've got to be realistic and just say, listen, let's make sure we win. 50% of the games or one more than what we lose mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully if the fans come fans come back eh, that we're playing good football and they're playing a smile on their face and they're creating chances and what not as long as we've got a bit of a bit of dig about I say eh, which I felt we had last year Kevin just maybe one or two games I just we didn't think was it just didn't feel like there was enough dig but other than that, that, that take it step by step eh we, we look like we've maybe got a better, uh, no better squad, but you know, if things are turning over better for us at the start of this year compared to last year, it's just progression again, that word again comes out eh? So, I wouldn't be the top six, it would be great, but yeah. you know when you look at the teams that are bringing players and whatnot, uh, you know what I'm saying, your players are no uh, as good as that, but we have got a bit of youth in there, so. Uh, it does I'm not saying the youth make it different but you know I think, I think clubs have got a lot of good experienced squads rather <laughs> maybe the, a bit of youth in there so let's make sure we're entertaining mate let's make sure we've, we've got a fight on every Saturday and, and uh, try and score goals eh? well great stuff thank you very much both for, for joining and thanks everyone for listening we'll be back with another episode of the Let Be RSA podcast very soon